this week, once again, I lost it. I looked everywhere, and then there was a knock at the door, and a crazy preacher was telling me I was going to die if I didn't find the lost remote. Welcome, everybody. I'm Zach, and being joined shortly by Arthur and Brian, and this week we are going to talk about Poltergeist 2. Poltergeist 2 is the story of when the Freeling family flees Buena Vista or wherever they lived in the first one and try to resettle with uh, uh, with Diane's mom as they fight the insurance company to get paid for their house that just was swallowed into nothing. But wouldn't you know it, those pesky poltergeists followed them across California and now have found Carol Ann. Guys, before he was uh, <laughs> raising hell and fire and brimstone, Kane is the leader of a group of... Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, right. no, it's keeping it. <laughs> I just kind of lost track of what I was saying. We're, we're PG-13 now. Yeah, that's right. Anyway. But, um, Are there you can splice it? Where do you want me to pick up? No, at? no, 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 no. I don't know, man. I think I think we roll. Yeah, I'm rolling. All right, all right well... I, so I made guys. the call. I made the call. <laughs> well, this is Poltergeist 2. Brian, what did you think? After, I think uh, it should have been from, an entire uh, movie about... I think it should have been an entire movie about um, battling the insurance company. Because that was, <laughs> that was great. That was a great little, little, little tidbit there. I was like, well, it's a little bit of the story. But yeah, it should have been more. Because, you know, one's house does not tend to vanish. <laughs> Where they think that we're just was find it? an amazing point. Like I was yeah. just like, come on. Like there's still, I guess there's no peace. I guess it's an act of God. Like you know, like the, they could get the uh, the old oh you're not covered for act of God. House different disappearance. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you what do you guys think about Chief uh, escaping from the cuckoo's nest and coming yeah, to fight the Pope right? guys? That's like a little like the freely winky, thing, winky thing. That's what I yeah. thought that joke. Kind of yeah, to the joke in uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. But they, yeah, they definitely pointed out well, what if he escaped from a <laughs> psychiatric ward? It's like, come on, man. That's, that's a little too on the nose. That's great. I didn't catch it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a reference to an asylum. Like, it's not, it's I, not as. That's I mean, that's cute. I now that you say it, as soon as you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. It's yeah. about as long. I I was focused on the other joke of the, are you in cahoots with him? I cahoot with no one. That's like nice. that was my line of the movie. Yeah, just just so you know, I'm referencing um. In uh, Freddy versus Jason, when Freddy has Jason up against the wall, and he says, "Penny for your thoughts, Chief." That's a one flew of a cuckoo's nest joke That's because yep, Jason never talks. And Chief never spoke until the end. Yeah, he, it was basically a, a nice little nod because <laughs> so Freddie basically. When Zach just said, hold on, sorry. Zach just said, Chief never spoke until the end. In my head, I go, Jason never spoke in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> quite right, Arthur. Excellent observation. Well, that's I that's seen... not true. And Jason goes to hell when he embodies one of them. He does speak. Great. He embodies the cop. He he In does no speak. No way. 
Do we ever try to act like that's Jason? Okay, Jason's spirit. <laughs> In no way. Yeah, that was a way, Zach. I mean, we're going to have to review that one at some point. Come on, man. Like, come on. Come on, Zach. Come yeah. on. Come on. Okay. 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 Zach. So, and by the way, guys, I mentioned in the first uh, the when we reviewed Poltergeist one, and I was affirmed with watching this. Dana is not mentioned or seen or heard from in this entire movie. Well, there's I I happen to have discovered a reason for that. She quit. <laughs> she died. I meant I meant the family. She's like, oh. screw you guys, I'm out of here. The actress died shortly after the movie came out. Wolf. Well, after the murder, she was murdered. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I was like, basically, after watching Poltergeist two, the oh all my no- god, all the all knowing algorithm said, "Hey, would you like to look look at this on YouTube?" And I was like, uh, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I clicked it and watched it, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Well, that explains that quite a bit. Yeah. It doesn't explain anything in movie. It's just, you know, it seems right the way they did it it's like i just don't you know she's basically i mean she's pretty much an adult at that point anyway yeah she was yeah that makes okay that makes sense why she's never mentioned again (laughs) the curse yeah because um after poltergeist 3 came out uh it was heather o'rourke passed away so yeah but yeah i was just like oh didn't know that yeah yeah i didn't either so what I when I watch this, I have problem uh, a big problem with now all of them are clairvoyance. <laughs> all the women in this family are clairvoyance, and it runs in the family. Yeah, it runs, well, I guess, but it would have been something that they it is a bit of a post hoc, yeah. But it it's also <laughs> it's also um it's actually minorly uh, explored. In the first one, it's okay. just, it's 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 one of those sweet treats, but it's not the sweet treat I chose to highlight. Well, I'm glad that I didn't ruin that for you. <laughs> no, no, it's not it's not the sweet treat for this movie either. Yeah, um, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the point where you get a clue that uh, Diane is clairvoyant in the first movie is during the. Um, Rescue attempt <clears throat> and success of uh, a <clears throat> Carol Ann. Carol Ann, because uh, oh, what's her name? The character's name. I know the Zelda. Zelda. Tangina. Tangina. Thank Tangina. You. Tangina is about to go get Carol Ann, and uh, you know Diane's like, "Hey, uh, she won't come to you. She'll come to me," and she's like, "You've never done this before." And she's like, neither of you. And the look on her face is like a, a look of re- realization. I've never mentioned that to her. How does she know I've never done this before? I mean, it's a great assumption to make any regular person would. Yeah. But as someone who's in the business, she may have actually done something similar to this before. No. Uh, yeah. But she never had. And Diane knew that. So Arthur, this is a first time watch for you. Any thoughts? Uh, a couple. 
I have yeah. several thoughts. One, I liked it more than the first. Yeah. I don't know if that's a universal really? opinion. Yeah. I, I like I like this one almost as much as I like the first, yeah. Probably the same I, or more. It's, it's I know down, you like but... the first a lot. Like I it just to me there was more stuff happening that was kinda of, like the preacher dude was creepy and good. Like yeah. the action stuff towards the end I thought was more entertaining. Um there's a guy named Vomit Most Monster on the credits or something. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Like, <laughs> so anyway, I just, this one moved better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and have either of you heard of or seen a movie called Making Contact? No. It sounds familiar. So I went to Mystery Science Theater Live last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And should have called you probably to see if you wanted to go my bad um you told us did yeah. i yeah a text message okay oh okay cool. yeah um so, guilt free go on the movie was making contact 1985 oh yes 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 Roland I've Emmerich. yes I've, I've seen that well i'm watching this and there's and, and making contact, Zach, is just ridiculous and a perfect mystery science theater type film. It yeah. is absolutely just trying to put a bunch of Spielberg stuff in a blender and make their own movie. I definitely think it was shot in Germany. Maybe it was the States, but it definitely feels foreign where they're trying to make it seem like the States, including like one kid wearing a USA shirt. I've seen it. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking it up on IMDb right now. I've seen it. It has so, that creepy puppet thingy in it. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the picture. So, that... <laughs> there's the scene in Poltergeist 2 where stuff's going wild. She gets on the phone. You know, there's a doll that starts talking. There's a robot moving around. And I'm like, holy cow, making contact copied so much from this movie. But yep. guess what came out a year earlier? <laughs> making contact. Making contact! And there's like there's this possession scene with like, or there's always like this talking doll in there. There's a robot moving around. The kid's on the phone with his ghost dad. Like it was all in that scene, and it was all a year earlier. And I owe making contact an apology for jumping to conclusions. Conclusions. How who it stole who stole from who? Yeah. Uh, I I think I think they were aware of that movie. And they put that part together to get their own movie back, <laughs> like to be like, well, we'll we'll do this, you know, or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, or it just could be happenstance. Who knows? Maybe everybody had ghost phones and ghost dolls and robots. Well, about a about a year or two ago, uh, I actually looked up that movie, uh, Making Contact, because I was like. It was one of those fever dream things. Yeah. Remember we talked mm-hmm. about that? And I was like, oh, I remember these images and stuff, particularly the doll. The and I was like, the th- I kept looking at the thinking. I was like, it's some sort of creature in the closet. And I, I was like, I was just doing all kinds of searches for that. And I finally found it. I was like, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. The yeah. So that's one. Yeah. Nice. Took a second. <laughs> making contact. Making contact. So, Back to Poltergeist 2. Arthur, I made a comment to you about 
creepiest uh, thing you've seen in a movie? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Would you concur? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. It's the, I assume the vomit monster is the call. Mm-hmm. And when it yeah. looks back at the Freeling parents. That's yeah, like it's... one of the creasy, creepiest images of all time to me. And it goes crawling off without its legs? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, just, it's cool. just the face. That it was like, because, you know, earlier on when we were doing like, poltergeist and house and all that i was talking about how imagery will stick with you and it's really good to get things right in in these movies and i was like that's like spot on creepy like it just smiles at them and it's got the sinister look it's just it's and it's it looks just like the actor who plays kane it's except for you know how yep uh, nasty it is i'm just like good i was like good lord speaking of Julian Beck was fantastic in this movie and it's amazing that he was able to do it because he had cancer at the time when they were filming this. And so that's the third victim of the poltergeist movies is he died shortly after this came out. Well, I mean, but he had cancer. I mean, I guess I'm sure still. prior to shooting almost doesn't count, but you know, well, whatever it's still, it's uh, th- three actors in three movies. <laughs> All of them are, uh, you know, in the same little universe or whatever. Reference They're sequels game. of each other. What I sell is free. <laughs> he was he was so good in this. Um, so I, the other thing that I was going to say real quick, I'll get my my three talking about three out. The possessed coach scene. Yeah. You know where he's the with Craig T. Nelson's evil <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. possessed coach. And I meant to like, there wasn't a possessed coach in this. Sorry, the possessed oh, Mr. Incredible scene. <laughs> Man, he throws some range. I don't think has ever been that I like, I mean, I haven't seen him in a ton of stuff. He did coach he, like live action. He's pretty downright creepy and good through that. Like, yeah, I was impressed. Stuff like that is why, like, I don't know. I like this one more. It just, it, there was more. Oh, now I know what the other thing was. Maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta. I, I don't, I don't want to keep talking over Zach. Uh, well, no, what I was gonna say with with him in this, especially at the beginning, I don't know if they went and reshot it or they shot the beginning and then gave him some time off because he, <laughs> between the first scene that he's in when they're uh, talking about the insurance and the next scene he's in where he's repairing the. Uh, vacuum cleaner and they're listening to the radio he lost some weight and got a haircut (laughs) well because he it was hard to hard to put food on the table he had to start cutting back on late nights yeah i I know it's just like i don't know if (laughs) they had to do reshoots and he's just like yeah this is what i am now (laughs) who's who's a who's an always sunny watcher either of you yeah watch it is it Lethal Weapon 5 that pulls from this or Lethal Weapon 6? I think it's 6. The uh, opening, like, the beginning of this with the uh, Taylor getting, you know, his powers in the spirit. There was very much a lot of that at the beginning. <laughs> I think when they resurrect uh, Frank, the water stealer. And I think I think this is absolutely referenced in Lethal Weapon 6. The, the evil Native American. Not to, not to spoil... <laughs> Lethal Weapon 6. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Always Sunny is just... Uh... Hey, man. 80 bucks in a dream, and look what you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, 
Man, I, guys, I was pleasantly surprised just in general. Uh, I, well, I'm I, glad. Yeah. I, I still have a little trouble kind of settling in for it because I still, like, still not my normal type. But, like, yeah. I, I like this one a lot. It's got the right <laughs> kind of creepy. It's got the right kind of stakes. I still just kind of wonder why they just don't leave houses. <laughs> Well, and they, they, uh, Taylor tells them that they can't leave this house because they know where they are and they will just follow them wherever they go. What I want to talk about is how, how terrible of a construction company that, um, Steve Freeling used to work for that not only did they move bodies, they also missed a mass grave another six inches down. Okay. I'll forgive them for the, uh, the hidden cavern because they didn't move bodies. They did. No. The body stayed. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. For, that's that's right. That's right. So for moving even, the headstones, yeah. <laughs> they didn't move the bodies. If they had moved move yeah. the bodies, they might have discovered yeah. it. But I'm also wondering, what kind of shitty foundation work did that first house have <laughs> in piping that you didn't notice? You know, the construction company didn't notice graves. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. <laughs> it's not that they didn't notice that they just didn't care <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the point That's of the first point. one yeah but, but um <laughs> yeah the, the hidden cavern even even if they had moved the bodies i would have forgiven them for not finding the cavern yeah i mean they were right there on it too with digging out the pool yep what horrific luck mm-hmm. cough cough but um yeah this movie definitely has some things going on in it it's like i i i hope everyone noticed the uh the utilization of rain as a medium itself yep to uh it's almost like the the ghosts were phoning it in if you will because I, it's it's like because they have an anchor point which would be the cavern and so they'd have to travel and it's almost like they use the atmosphere itself to project themselves that far. I mean the whole scene with the reverend it's raining and when they initially enter the house it's rain and I find it to be like a. Uh, juxtaposition of like I hope I'm using that word correctly but like um, but Taylor the spirits he's using and the power he's using utilizes smoke and it's also just like another medium of uh, I don't know like projection or power projection energy whatnot just something to store and travel with one of them uses water and the other one uses smoke I also like uh, how when uh, <laughs> Tangina and the, they find the mass grave, just leave the bodies there for a little bit <laughs> for a couple more weeks. I wouldn't we touch gotta... that stuff. <laughs> Brian, I would hardly go saying, in there. When you were saying projection and rain, all I can think about is uh, Batman Begins mm-hmm. at the prison at the start. Yeah. When it's raining at that, and he's like, "Solitary, solitary for what? Protection. <laughs> <laughs> <And> projection. projection. 
Protection for who? Protection for them. (laughs) Yeah. You're saying protection, and I'm just hearing projection. It's just not how they say it, but it just made me think Mm -hmm. of that scene and how much I love that line. And it also had rain, so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I started giggling, because that's where my head (laughs) floated off to. Yeah. Sorry, it's always one. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Oh. And oh, the uh, other thing that I get disappointed when I watch this too is I know that they edited down the final fight scene and I really want to see really? the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh it's such such great. I great like floaty CGI. floaty happy family in in Spaceland. <laughs> well, I'm just kind of curious if it was more of like like I want to see how the fight goes, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. It would have been interesting what they were thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 went how I would expect anything like that to go, and nothing too like fancy. Yeah. Like, and yeah. The, I know they had to cut like forty minutes out of this movie because the studio only wanted a ninety-minute movie. Man, I, I you know I know Arthur doesn't like uh, long movies that much, but I, I think I might would have liked. I would have liked the full thing, like that that, I, that they I shot. Like and the reason movies. I, oh yeah, well, they, I meant like to have the meat. If if like. if it's it, uh, it, sometimes a lot of the longer movies do have shit in it that doesn't really need to be in there. They have a lot of yeah, filler, so. but I'm kind of curious what this would have. If it would have filler, if it would have had stuff that was good to the story. Yeah. Well, Forty minutes. I I suggest that they, along with cutting the final battle, uh, you can tell there's some terrible cutting being done when they initially enter. Well, the the freelings when the freelings initially enter the cavern. Yeah, you can tell because Stephen teleports around. Um, because it starts off with him looking around with the flashlight, and then he's entering under, under the little low rise with the water, like, like why did you just teleport behind everyone? <laughs> you know. <laughs> So there's probably more stuff in the cavern that we didn't get. I yeah. Mean, uh, probably, I guess, that final fight in Purgatory or the whatever. Um, I imagine there was another haunting moment that was probably completely cut. Mm-hmm. And that that might have been it, uh, other than some other filler. Yeah. Major well, scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brian, I I imagined uh, that you don't like the braces scene in this after, you know, you had braces when we were growing up. How did you ever creep yourself no, out? No, I never to... suspected my braces would do that. Oh, man. Nobody. <laughs> no, neither did they. Neither no. did they. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is because Brian has an overactive imagination and comes up that with some crazy shit. That was not one of them, shit. you know. Uh, <laughs> I got braces after that movie had come out. And yes. I never once considered that as a, a potentiality. Just was like, nah. Oh. It was all it was all in their heads anyway. Most most of what goes on in the mo- like just like in the first one, a lot of the uh, in the, like actual like what appears to be physical is actually happening in their heads, being projected in there. Like essentially, all the ghosts would have had to have done, or the poltergeist would have had to have done, is hold Robbie up there. The wiring, you know, they can't produce that out of nothing. They're not like anything less than a god itself couldn't do that. So they weren't they weren't doing that. It was just for make believe pretends and making sure the freelings believed it was happening. That's all they had to do. 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean the danger the was any less real. Huh? The stuff that went down in the garage was real. <laughs> yeah, because they were just picking up stuff that was in the garage and using it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, Taylor uh, said the garage was the only safe place. Well, car. thanks for telling the rest the of the family, Taylor. The oh, yeah, the, the car. Thanks for telling everybody else, Taylor, you asshole. Well, <laughs> Carol Ann was the one at risk. Mm-hmm. Because like, we learned in the next one, car. she can lead him to the light. He, he blessed the crap out of that car. <laughs> yeah, it's angry. That car is let, pissed. Let, let me have it make car happy. <laughs> oh, he doesn't talk like that, Zach. Don't, don't throw that out. He did. He said it'll make no. it happy. Even said make it happy. Oh, yeah, make it happy. That's right. Get it yeah. Ready. Okay. Taylor was just a regular dude, just into some weird shit. <laughs> what was the, uh, the, the, the sweat lodge had some good interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They were pretty funny. That was funny a good moment, there. I thought. You know, um, I that, also, um, I think Kenny Powers. And he's bound down. I think there's a reference to this in there as well. Uh, like when he's talking about your uh, your your family, they're your uh, uh, they're your power. Like you'll need them. They are your power and something else. They're like they're your strength and your power. Doesn't he say it like that? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. At the uh, spoiler alert, into season three, Kenny Powers later in there, he's uh, pitching and the miners and he finally like gets it together where he accepts his son is not a burden but you know a, a strength and he looks at the stands and he's like power from my son power from my woman and something like that he's pulling strength and power from him. i think it's a poltergeist 2 reference because mm. they already subtly referenced uh crocodile dundee in that season so uh, when i heard that line i couldn't help but think of some eastbound and down I I like the interaction between Taylor and uh, Diane when Robbie is back there getting like the claw marks and everything. I was like, wow, you know, you can't you can barely say that stuff nowadays. It's like she comes out and she's like. You know, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want him doing that stuff. And he's like, I don't, I'm not sure wearing war paint and claw marks is, is how to be a man. He's like, oh, how would you know? You're not a man, are you? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no. And then she's like, I just love his interaction because he's like, I want him to be normal and have good lives and lovers and families of their own someday. And he's like, well, that's good. <laughs> There's <laughs> 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 a lot of love, Taylor, in this movie, man. Yeah, he's great. But. he's awesome he's like he takes like no offense everything just slides right off of him he's yeah i i think he's a great character he's like, um mm-hmm. that's i mean that's part of like i like it just so maybe the first movie because like it heats up when we get like the the zelda and, and team and stuff in the house like i think maybe i just needed a little more people involved rounding it up i don't know it was just well what what i feel like that the both of the movies exhibit is these are these poltergeists these people are just you know in the first one they're just learning how to do stuff 
So for weeks on end, they're just screwing around, you know, and then they start really testing the limits of what they can do, you know, under basically essentially Kane's leadership and manipulation. <clears throat> and uh, in this one, they just, you know, they, they've, they've come so far, let's just say that, when they can actually physically manifest as some horrific congealed demon thing. I found it interesting that um, all of the people uh, congealed into a singular, I'm just going to call it a demon form, didn't even make up the main body of the demon. Like when it comes to the upper torso, that's like they, mm -hmm. it's like, it's like the demon, he's filled with a demon and that's what Taylor references at one point. But then at the end, it's just congealed and they're just that tail part. All the heads are the tail and the mm -hmm. primary demon is the upper torso, arms, head and everything. And the weird, you know, tentacle hair, Medusa head. You look real close, you can see its jaw and everything too. It's just, you don't get a whole lot of it. <laughs> it's always moving. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that, that's like the culmination. It's, it's kind of it's kind of why I don't like the third one. They don't do anything with that. They kind of tone it down again. Yeah, but the but third I one guess... has something that this one doesn't. They actually in the first one they actually kill people in the third movie. Yeah. Spoilers! Oh my god! <laughs> A yeah. horror movie where people die? That's a concept. Well, when you were talking about a franchise where the first two, they're not. <laughs> yeah, more actors and actresses died in, as a result of being in these movies. Oh, <laughs> died not as movies. a result of being. Not as a result, but. <laughs> this movie gave him stage four cancer by him signing the contract and him already having it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I kind of wish, like, it, but it makes sense because at the end of this one, you see that a lot of the followers got away. Yeah. They follow Carol Ann into the light. And then who brings Carol Ann back out? It's Grandma, who knew that Carol Ann was clairvoyant because she was able to hand her sh some, uh, Boy, was that String. just some ham-fisted stuff there. <laughs> hand me the yellow one. Now hand me the red one. She didn't look, Diane. She's got the gift. Well, I mean, she had the <laughs> gift, too. Yeah. But it just, just cracked me up. Like, that that was the explanation of how she knew Carol Ann had the gift. She can feel colors without looking at them. Well, that's not it. Grandma, that's not what that. No, don't get all psychedelic. That's what she honest. said. That I was my line. Said that, movie. That's, that's what I would have said to Grandma. I was like, that's not what she at. does. She's not feeling colors. What are you high again, Grandma? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Grandma always. I, I high. feel colors, man. <laughs> this one, that ad color. Anyway, Brian. Do you have a sweet treat for this movie? I'm re I've been waiting well, to hear it. on the so. sweet treat. Yeah, let's let's hit the sweet I, treat. I think so. I, I mean, we didn't give enough credit to how creepy the pre preacher is overall, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He's creepy. Oh, I think I had one and I forgot it. Just a minute. <clears throat> what was the sweet treat? Holy crap. <laughs> oh man, I even figured it out before the show and now it's like woof gone. You don't you don't write it on a little notepad? No, no. No. <laughs> no, Arthur, yeah. we don't take notes. <laughs> Have you never listened to this show? <laughs> yeah. I don't take I, notes and Zach only prepares a, an opening scroll sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> oh, uh, I just, I think, oh, did, I think we did talk about my sweet treat. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the. You had another ring. one. Said, that wasn't it. Oh, I was. No, 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 no. That's from oh, the first one. That wasn't that. No, no. I, I think it was the rain and smoke thing. I think I, I went ahead and screwed myself up that I forgot that I was going to save that. Like. Hey, by the way, that they're using these physical mediums to transfer themselves from one thing to another. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oopsie doodle. My bad, folks. But yeah, it, that that part of the yeah, whoopsie doozy. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Arthur, if you want to talk about how great the monster looked, it looked fantastic. We have talked about how we like other movies where they have a great practical effect for a monster, like the. Uh, the hand and stuff in Evil Dead 2 and even the um, the head in the first Poltergeist when it pops out of the closet. They they do a great job with the practical effects on the monsters. Yeah. This, now, this... The Poltergeist series does, so. Mm-hmm. Probably something I appreciate the most. So the town they were in, the car they drove, the where the bodies were. I'm trying to help Brian like snap into it. Uh, something on the garage. The chainsaw model is the one Ash had. Like, what? I'm what just trying talking? to help you find your sweet treat. He already oh, no, told I, us. I already said it. It was the water. It was the, the rain transference and the smoke no. thing. How they I didn't catch it. I was trying to figure ways to flag it. And we never yeah. really get any. We we never get any um confirmation about what is going on with the smoke. What's in the smoke? And when I say what's in the smoke, I don't mean what what they're smoking. I'm, I'm talking about. Is are those benevolent uh, beings akin to angels, or, or are those actual like ancestral souls? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's but, a very good point because Taylor breathes the smoke into Stephen's mouth, and then he uses it later on to. Yeah, Satan. that was like big deal, <laughs> like because mm-hmm. that was that was um, probably the first actual physical threat they had to deal with in the entire series up to this point was this thing was there this was no illusion because we get we get confirmation on that because it gets forced through the transference portal or whatever by the smoke and and pushed back to where it belongs because it used steven as a conduit to enter the physical realm as well as the worm Mm -hmm. so that was that was a huge deal because they would have been you know, that'd have been toast. They'd have been toast after that. Love toast. Mm. Uh, <laughs> rankings. <laughs> it's been a while. Like breakfast as a meal or? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Just like different varieties of <laughs> toast shades and <laughs> I, I can't spin this. Uh, yeah, so we we rank all the movies we see. We're on our season two rankings. 
Let's figure out where Poltergeist 2 goes. Also, I'm pretty proud of myself. I was going to warn you guys at the start. I was pretty sure I was going to call this movie The Exorcist at least twice. <laughs> like Exorcist 2. Like, I, I really just... I always get those shifted when I'm saying it. Not that I confuse the two movies, but I just confuse the titles. So, so far, it's so good. Good job. We'll see how the rankings go. Uh, anybody want to step up to the plate I'll first? step up. Brian enters the chat. Brian, your top three movies are Ghostbusters, New Nightmare, and Batman Returns. Your bottom three are Basket Case 2. Oh, sorry, skip. Or I went to four. Terror Train, Scary Movie, and Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat. What would you like to hear? Uh, middle what's number four? More top? Is it Poltergeist? Poltergeist. Oh, well, guess what? Now, my number five is Poltergeist 2. Okay, above wow. Ghostbusters 2? Mm-hmm. Above oh, Gremlins? Yeah. yeah. Above Adam's Family 2? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that this is so high but uh, for you, Brian, but... I'm also kind of not with how much you like the first one. And I think this one holds right up there with it. And uh, you said this has the most terrifying, you know, effect that you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie, so. Plus, Brian likes the uh, supernatural. Supernatural. Woo. All he the series on DVD. Supernatural. Funny enough, folks, I've never watched that show. Yeah. There's just too much of it now. Investment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My top three are <laughs> Ghostbusters, Batman Returns, and Edward Scissorhands. My bottom three are Basket Case 2, Scary Movie, and Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat. Uh, I'm going to kind of go... I'm going to read off kind of like a middle end area. How did New Nightmare keep getting passed back so much? Wow. Blob, oh. Evil Dead 2... Crawling Eye. I like this movie. I want to say more than Evil Dead 2. Yeah. It, it, like the physical, the, the, the journey. I'll put it right above Crawling Eye. I'm not ready to commit to that, but it's, it's pretty close for those two. <laughs> I think I like this more than Evil Dead 2. Eh, I'm not ready to commit to it. <laughs> I, what I mean, just, like, just having a tr trouble placing it. That's all. I've only seen this one once. Yeah, you know, and seen... and and uh, first time viewing, he was like, right? You were surprised that it was yeah. as good as it was. Yeah, I don't I mean, want I recency feel, yeah. bias to take over. It didn't. Like it that. didn't suffer from sequelitis. Oh, okay. Whole yeah. I, I mean, obviously, wrong. it's like the boy. This family can't catch a break. But beyond that, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it it just. It, it you're you're absolutely right. Like that's part of what what works for it, and I don't hear it tossed out around with, you know, sequels that hold up stuff like that. But it, it should be. It's... Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Even though it did rehash something, a lot of stuff from the first movie, it actually kept moving the well, story let's, forward. Let's it didn't retell it. It just rehashment is not like rehashment out. is, um, you know. RoboCop 2, uh, we'll use that example. It's like, oh, we're going to do Murphy all over again. Murphy's journey all over again. Mm -hmm. But um, in this one, the rehashing that you could possibly consider would be the fact that they're haunted again. 
and it's just the mechanics of being haunted. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's there... it's almost like you know that that's just how that is. The fact that yes. the I think what moves it forward is that the the poltergeists themselves, the spirits, gain more skill and ability. Right, That's and, moving and it's also it also is uh, bringing up, hey, well, we thought it was just because they didn't move the you know the, the bodies. No, it's actually because a cult is. No, it's it. worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. It's, it seems like a bit of a post hoc kind of thing. Let's amp up the ante, but that's okay. Hold on, Zach. It's something about moving the story forward uh, from Zach. Uh, I would, uh, I would say, Brian, you keep talking about rehashment. Yeah. I want that with some toast and some eggs. And yeah. Rehashments. <laughs> We really stopped for that. <laughs> we didn't stop. You were glitching we, out. We were buying you time. time okay. Okay. Yeah. You were just choke slammed through the top of the hell in the cell, and we yeah. ran in there to buy you some time. You right. were breaking up on us. Not through. Not through the top of the hell in the cell. Straight, straight to hell by Kane. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, Arthur, I will rank this movie somewhere in my top seventeen. <laughs> Right. What 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 are my top three and bottom exactly. three? Top three Ghostbusters. Get your Ghostbusters here. Lost Boys, Gremlins. Bottom three. Yeah, Basket Case two. Double bit. Dragon. Scary movie. Uh, what's my mid middle of the rankings? Uh, we've done. Uh, let's say like Evil Dead, Frankenhooker, Edward Scissorhands, Pumpkinhead, People Under the Stairs. Okay, I, I will uh, put this just above uh, Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Frankenhooker, absolutely a better movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm not fighting. <laughs> you want a date? I want a date. <laughs> can he can? I like I like Frankenhooker so much because I went so long in my life without never knowing it existed, and it's so much fun. And my parents liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Uh, all right. Yeah, I feel feel good about those rankings there. That was a good time. Let's pair the movie. Let's say you're introducing someone to this film. What are you going to show on a double feature with it? Zach. I will show um you know when we, we did Poltergeist one I, I coughed out and did Poltergeist two. Well now I'm gonna keep the story of Kane going and we're gonna pair this with Poltergeist three. He's in that? Yeah. Well it's not the really guy back. It's a different actor. <laughs> right. The character so really it really uh and, yeah, and what's weird is this, the third one came out like two years after this one did. So they immediately went to work on the third one. Mm. Had a story to tell. <laughs> yep, and the third one, um, Stephen and uh, what's Diane get so tired of Carol Ann, they ship her ass off to Chicago to live with <laughs> Diane's sister. Sometimes you need a break, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I would we think the, the family would have internal... In yeah. yeah. I would not want to live with my 
at some point with that whole family <laughs> unit together. Uh, getting away seems like a good play. Uh, Brian? Uh, I would actually... I would pair this up with... Because it's funny that you mentioned it. I would actually pair this up with The Exorcist. Mm, okay. Which one do you watch first? Uh, watch The Exorcist first. I, okay, I tend, I'm sorry. I Real quick, Zach... <laughs> We're gonna watch Poltergeist two and then Poltergeist three. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Mystery <laughs> solved. All right. So Brian, Exorcist one and Poltergeist two is your evening. Yeah, it's like I kind of like to mix that up. What's your unifying like? Why? Why would uh, you? I feel that even though like uh, even though their methods are different, it's like it. This one's similar to an exorcism. It's just. Not an exorcism itself of a possession, but Taylor really helps the family through. He's he's like the the priest. He's essentially a holy man, but he's not too like super religious and recounting canon. And but um, he he is even like he's even there for the final fight in a sense. It's like. That's what it feels like to me. Is like they, he, it, both of the movies get a guide and uh, some assistance from, you know, people who know what they're doing, you know, that kind of thing. And yeah, essentially that's it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I am going to do Poltergeist Two. And then we're going to watch Making Contact. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell the person ahead of time why. And then I'm going to go like, was well, that seem familiar? They'd be like, yeah, they ripped it off. And be like, nah. Ah. 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 It's the perfect night. <laughs> also, it was a fun movie and should be viewed because who knew it existed, really? Like... Well, I want to throw in another pairing just because of that. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or to you guys, but I think the best coupling of movies I, I've ever personally done was I I watched Last Action Hero, and then I watched Predator. Mm. And it is an amazing coupling. Because in Last Action Hero, yeah, I imagine everyone here knows the plot of that movie, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they talk about a lot of the action hero tropes in it. And then you watch Predator and it's all there. It's sure. great. It's great. I was like, this is amazing. So, yeah, if you guys ever get the time, just watch At Last Action Hero and then Predator back to back. It's great. Pretty good call. <laughs> yeah. Bonus cup. Uh, Zach. Yes, sir. I got nothing. Hey, buddy. (laughs) That's great air. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, No, I watched Scream the other day. I really enjoyed it. Me and Casey talked about it on Useless Knowledge Podcast. Many, 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 many spoilers. You don't have to just wait one minute. The whole episode is us talking about it. So it was good to record. It had been a while. Um, the 
what is it, Leatherface sequels coming to Netflix next month? So we'll see how that goes. Oh, goody. What uh, what else is happening? Well, I watched Injustice. Uh, that the uh, animated movie one. Yeah, yep. the D- DC on uh, HBO Max or whatever. That was good. Well, I Enjoy. watched Gremlins too. Mm. <laughs> and I I'm so saving it just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I watched it after we talked about Gremlins, uh, or well, between you know then and Christmas and now, but or Ghostbusters and now, but yeah, I was just on there. I was looking for something to kill some time and. Uh, yeah, I've got some some things to talk about when we do Gremlins too, and it's yeah, not going to be what it, you're thinking. That's why I, didn't. <laughs> I, I I fought the temptation every time I saw it pop up. I'm like, no, <laughs> someone's going to mention it, and I can't watch it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to wait. I'm gonna wait. See it one time, won't you, Hulk Hogan? That's what I'm going to talk about. Amazing part of that movie. That's what I'm going to talk about. When some hot pop, popcorn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> what, have you Arthur... watched the video where the person like redoes it with some cold popcorn and some hot hot drinks or whatever <laughs> I haven't seen it That's always... personally I feel like does anyone else have this feeling that they did multiple of those and they just they did, did. They, did. they did they did there's they two did. different versions because I, I remember when I went to go video? see it it wasn't holster the yeah, home one video for... one is John Wayne it's they splice him into a John Wayne movie mm-hmm. and he shoots him. <laughs> it's more that of this like what that. I was going to talk about. Whenever we watch Gremlins it's, <laughs> it's one of those uh, like the loony, like kind of walking through different things, kind of like what you liked with uh, Space Jam 2. Yeah. Things instead of like a real life in the theater thing, it all happens like on the movie, right? Is that, and it, like, yeah. it doesn't cut to the theater. I think it, the theater one was just for the theater at first. Because the first time I saw it was like pay-per-view. Uh, we were visiting. <laughs> I was up in the Northeast, and we were visiting like my mom's cousins, and like for them to have like adults get together talk time, these kids get to like get a movie on pay-per-view, and we watched Gremlins too, and it was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I had the home video, and it was uh, John Wayne in the home video, and then when I saw it on HBO, it was the cut in the theater. Yeah, and I'm not talking about now when I saw it on HBO Max. I mean, whenever it came on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. It's like that yeah, became a... the standard version. But, but I yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of different ones they did, and I'm wondering yeah. if I think they there was did just it two. just two. Yeah, I want, like that's what I want. I want you know when I want Hollywood to have a little fun sometimes, you know. Well, and I just what I would have really liked about Gremlins 2, that particular part, would have been if they'd shot dozens of those and just yeah. sent out at random. Well, what about Clue? Clue theatrical release, they had the uh, three endings. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is if you don't know which one you're going to get. I know. They, well, they didn't. People didn't know. They were seeing different endings. Oh, In really? In theaters, they shipped out different endings. Yeah, See, theaters they only great. shipped out they, they only shipped out one ending, and then when it came out v, uh, video cassette or whatever, it linked all of them in the actual ending. Yeah. Well, I'd be pissed off if I went and saw it in a theater. <laughs> I didn't no, get the actual great. ending to a movie. That makes you want to go. <laughs> that makes you want to go um, see it. Like that's a great marketing tool. 
you know, I'm going to go to a different theater and see it at a different theater. Like, the theaters would love it. I would like it, you know, because it's not a big deal. Like, maybe for the ending, you know, in Clue, some people might have had, but <laughs> but with, like, Gremlins yeah. 2 having a little, little, little extra something special, like, that would have been great if they'd done way more and just sent out random ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, nothing specific, you know. That's all the Gremlins 2 talk we're going to have, guys, because <laughs> we should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's, I assume we're going to. So Perhaps. Perhaps. Oh. Perhaps. Then I guess I, we need to ask Arthur a question. Yes, Arthur. What you going to do? What you going to do? <laughs> Hulkamania. It was wild on you, Arthur. Uh trying to think about it i want to get we've been watching too many just quality movies i think lately okay hey, i was going to ask you real quick with that hulk hogan thing whenever he had the trouble with the uh the you know his gawker video that came out do you think vince mcmahon was like calling warner brothers trying to get the wing eagle off this movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. i don't think uh, <laughs> i always say uh, yeah, no. Nah, That's what you say. We'll just let it go. Um, our, I've been trying to fight with this about where we're going. Should we do something that's easily accessible or something that's a little more off, off the beat? Well, that out? that depends, Arthur. Are you are you having trouble laying something down, or do you want me? Do you want to swap this this time? Do you want me to pick? Are you hot for one? I mean, I have a, I mean, a couple ideas, but I, I, the way yeah, we're I going... Have, I have an idea, and I, I'm just kind of wondering if I should say it or not, because I'm almost yeah, in do the it. mood to say it. Dude, pick it. You want me to pick it? Okay, yeah, and, then, and then you'll do it, and then we'll go back to Zach. You know, okay. Yeah. Um, I would like uh, everyone to watch Feast. Oh, we're in it. Okay. So... Zach, I can help you out. Oh, appreciate that. But um, I've never seen Feast. I know I've. Yeah, seen it. Uh, that's great. Uh, Arthur, you haven't seen it yet either. Correct. I think Arthur's seen uh, it. Correct. He hasn't seen it. He he owns it. I'm glad he's been <laughs> I I was remember when I was on my physical kick and I was buying all the multi movie things. Yeah. It was part of it. It was like oh, it's yeah. three movies for you know nine dollars yeah. or whatever. Now. I mean, it's got sequels. They're not necessary. They are okay. I, I need to get you in the proper headspace for this movie. Maybe. Um, it's wild, and it holds very little back. Let's just say that. I won't say it's um, particularly gruesome in comparison to certain other things I've seen. But it, it doesn't hold back, and it's not very shy. It's kind not shy. Brody, right? Yeah. As they go, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's not a, a shiny movie we know did well somewhere. So like that's I'm I'm down. Yeah, uh, it's uh, kind of I would I would I I don't know how popular it was. I have no idea of the how more more people. 
accepted the movie or not, but I, I say this is a, a pretty good gem and I'm glad it was made. Mm-hmm. It's the Project Greenlight, the first mm-hmm. year one, right? Yeah. And we'll talk more about that. But Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, this is super easy. Um, it's on Tubi free with ads and Vudu free with ads. So oh. pick your free with ads provider. Cool. <laughs> cool. Great. Cool. But um, but um, uh, just just to let you know ahead of time, uh, I I think I mentioned this when I first talked about it. I don't know if it was on the on the cast or not, but um. <clears throat> One of my friends in my role-playing group way back when this movie was pretty much first coming out started to watch it. Started. Stopped probably less than 10 minutes in and said, I can't watch this without the role-playing group. So we watched this as a role-playing group. And in the first 10 minutes, we knew exactly why he wanted us to watch it. And we're like, okay, okay. And so you're going to, like, I was like, okay, maybe it was the first 10. It, you'll know the moment why a bunch of role-playing, like, nerds would, like, would want to watch this together. So. Well, I'm excited to watch this because I'm looking at the cast right now. Got Henry Rollins, Judith Freelander, Jason Muse. This is going to be fun. Um, all three are on Voodoo with ads. Oh. By the way, if you get into a mood where you're wanting to watch and you started on Tubi. Um, I don't know if I will suggest the sequel in the third. That's up in the air. The first one's just fine. It's the, there's a bit of a drop off. I'll say that. But yeah. the first one is excellent. I'm I'm not worried about chasing it either with that in mind. But at some point, like as far as for the show. Yeah. But uh, I I do like so getting out. If you out do want to get go ahead and watch the other ones, there there is a th- I will say, um, the the drop off is not uh, the drop off is in like the style of it drops off, but not the humor. Oh man, it just gets more nuts and hilarious. I will say yeah. that. So they they are worth watching. It's just you know. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited still to check it about out. What, so. I'm still thinking about a couple of moments in the sequel. I just can't believe mm-hmm. stuff in there. It's great. But this, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna laugh. You are going to laugh. You're going to, you're probably gonna laugh at things you you wouldn't want to laugh at, but you will. Sure. <laughs> and then you'll probably go, oh my god, there, there's gonna be gross. It's gross too. But yeah, uh, gross. This is one of those movies I would put up there with Bubba Hotep. As in, when I when I say that, I mean Bubba Hotep wasn't hugely popular, but it's one of those movies you love to introduce to people. Yeah, and this is one of those movies to me. So I'm glad that you two are finally going to get to see it at my behest. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, cool. Uh, anybody else <laughs> got anything? No, uh, I guess we'll cover Poltergeist 3 next season. <laughs> Probably. Um, we don't, like, as we go along for the dozen of fans, um, 
we may not be hitting three a month every month. Like we've mentioned before, young Zachary is pursuing a education off in the big city, and so our schedule may encounter skips. Schedule may vary. Yeah, but uh, turn those noties on. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll release it whenever when we have a chance to record. So Zach will be a learned man. Mm-hmm. You'll start to see the difference in the reviews. He'll use larger probably, words. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, like I know it. some large words. <laughs> I just feel like a phony using them. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so. Ryan, take us home. Folks. You know. I think a lot of things should be obvious when you're dealing with um, bizarre and paranormal events. Uh, Using drugs would probably be a no-no. The more mind-altering the substance, the more you open yourself up to manipulation and other sorts of terrors. I wouldn't consider alcohol on the top of the list. I wouldn't consider it one of the things that would be the most dangerous to consume. It just makes you, it 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 weakens you in your will, but it also numbs you. But that's probably not the best thing to deal with when you have to be on your toes. But that is not exactly why I would consider this a PSA. The real PSA is... Dear God, never swallow the worm when you're being haunted. <laughs> Things will, you just won't enjoy it. Uh, if you, I mean, you feel free if you want to know what it's like to give birth out of your mouth. But I wouldn't recommend.